Welcome to The Verb with Heather Hallman, where each week she explores a different life-changing verb in the Bible to connect you with Jesus and a new way to live each day. With your host, Dr. Heather Hallman. Welcome back to The Verb with Heather Holloman. We are at part two of this episode that from last week that was guarded by Christ, what it means to move from weakness to strength. Why is this two parts? Well, learning to live in the power of the Holy Spirit is the most important part of your Christian journey besides the day you prayed to receive Christ. Now, in my ministry role with Crew, we have this concept called spiritual breathing. It's a beautiful word picture. And it's this idea that you confess sin the moment you become aware of it. That's your exhale. You agree with God concerning this. You thank him for his forgiveness. You can even quote 1 John 1, 9, and that is, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So I so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Lord, is there anything in my life that doesn't please you? You know, maybe midday, maybe at 4 p.m. I'm like, Lord, you know, bring to mind anything that does not please you. Why? Galatians 5 talks about keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. Today, I want to talk about what what we need the Holy Spirit for. And so part of this idea of confession and repentance is so important, but that's the exhale. The inhale is you you surrender control of your life once again to Christ, and you want to rely on the Holy Spirit to fill you with his presence and power by faith. That's according to the command in Ephesians 5.18, And the promise in 1 John 5, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. You will now be under his control and his command. Now, this is something you can do every day. And it's just this beautiful way to live the Christian life. If you're thinking to yourself, the Christian life is not fun. I'm not experiencing intimacy with Jesus. This doesn't seem any different, you know, than my normal life. It's probably because nobody's taught you about the indwelling, spirit-dependent life you are now living. Now, as I think about—next week, we're going to talk a lot about what it means to live a crucified life, and so you won't want to miss that episode. But, you know, when Paul talks about making your body a living sacrifice, these things that he's asking of us, you cannot do anything on your own strength that requires the Holy Spirit. So recently, I made a list from the New Testament and some from the Old of everything I see— why we need the Holy Spirit. So listen to this list and just think about your life. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need his power. He's the one producing Christ's likeness in us. He is conforming us to the image of Christ. That is what the Holy Spirit is doing in you. We need his power to protect us from sin and Satan. We know that from Ephesians 6, the Holy Spirit, we've got the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We need His power to proclaim truth to others. That's from Acts 1.8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you in order to be His witness. That's what the Holy Spirit's empowering you to do. But think about this. He makes us a new creation. That's 2 Corinthians 5. Think about Psalm 119, that the Holy Spirit is turning your eyes from worthless things. You need the Holy Spirit to help you obey God's command, to keep in step with God's Spirit. That's Galatians 5. Think about the Holy Spirit enabling you to thank God in all circumstances, that impossible command in 1 Thessalonians 5, 8, to be thankful in all circumstances. That's what the Holy Spirit's enabling you to do. It doesn't come from your own flesh. It doesn't come from your own self. How 
grateful are we today that the Holy Spirit is doing these things? It's the Holy Spirit that's enabling you to love your enemies. That's Matthew 5. How many of you have enemies in your life right now? People that you don't like, people that you think are actually against you. What would it mean to trust the Holy Spirit to love those people? In the same way, he enables you to forgive those who've hurt you. He helps you worship the Lord in suffering. The Holy Spirit is the one helping you understand spiritual truth. That's John 16. Um, You know, the Holy Spirit manifests his fruit in your life. That's Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit. If you just want to study Galatians 5 after you hear this podcast, it will really open your eyes to what is the Spirit doing. It also shows you what the deeds of the flesh are, which I love if I'm like, oh, yes, division, fits of rage, selfish ambition, you know, jealousy, debauchery. I'm always like, wait, this is not in step with God's Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what enables you to encourage and build others up. Um, Think about the Holy Spirit empowering you to give generously, to offer hospitality, all these commands in scriptures to esteem others. The Holy Spirit is your source of wisdom for decision making. It's the Holy Spirit who helps you remember God's word. That's John 14. The Holy Spirit renews our mind. Think about the Holy Spirit enabling you to live bravely today. Or to intercede for others. That's Romans 15 and Ephesians 6. It's the Holy Spirit that's helping you grow up in your faith, giving you words to say. Um, It's the Holy Spirit who reminds you that you are a child of God. It's the Holy Spirit that enables you to follow God's purpose for your life. He's a reconciling presence. He helps you maintain a mind that's at peace. He gives you spiritual gifts to serve others. The same Spirit is giving so many different gifts to the body. That's 1 Corinthians. Now, the most important thing that the Holy Spirit is doing, he helps you acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is what the Holy Spirit wants most of all. Now, if you want to like summarize what is what are we requiring, um, what do we need the power of the Holy Spirit to do, you can you can think about this to produce Christlikeness to protect us, um, to help us proclaim. And if you think about those three things as you move around about your day, that that as I'm indwelt with the Holy Spirit, guess what's going to happen? You're going to become more like Christ. You're going to know how to move into spiritual battle, put on the armor of God, that's um, in Ephesians 6, and how to move out into areas of profound proclamation. Now, that's really exciting to think about. I want you to just think this. You're guarded by power at all times. You're protected from enemy attack. The Holy Spirit in you, when you feel assaulted in any way from your circumstances, from your own mind, from even invisible spiritual forces of evil, you call forth the truth that you're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Picture yourself wearing the armor of God from Ephesians 6. And think about this idea that we began with our journey of of both seated and now guarded with Christ, that you're kind of in that soul fortress that nobody can touch. Remember that eagle. Remember the armor of God. You are now guarded at all times by this power, and you can turn from self-reliance to God dependence. You are leaning on the great strong arms working on your behalf. You soar like an eagle rising on the the thermals, and you fight like that warrior covered in heavenly armor. So now just think of yourself resting that you, pretty much every problem I have when I think about 
a soul not at rest. Every problem I have is pretty much related to whether or not I'm living a spirit-filled life. And these things are all by faith. Even today, you can just say, Lord, I want to be filled. I want to be controlled and directed by your Holy Spirit today. I confess, you know, whatever sins he brings to mind and just say, I invite your Holy Spirit to once again uh, control and direct my life. And by faith, he will. And you're going to begin to see that evidence that the Holy Spirit is controlling and directing your life. You're going to grow more like Christ. You're going to feel empowered to proclaim his name. And you're going to feel that sense of protection, that armor of God. It's just a beautiful thing. So this concludes our just exploration of this idea of being guarded by power, that you move from weakness to strength. So whatever you need power for, you have the Holy Spirit, your comforter, your counselor, the one helping you acknowledge Christ today. So next week, we're going to end our series on being guarded by Christ, and we're going to look at what it means to forever live a crucified life so you can turn from self-obsession and self-exaltation to instead live a crucified life. Thank you for listening to The Verb with Heather Holloman. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember, new episodes every Friday. This episode was brought to you by my friends at Moody Publishers. I have loved publishing my books with Moody because they donate every dollar of profit to the Moody Bible Institute. So when you purchase my book, you help train the next generation of Christian leaders. Learn more about my books with Moody Publishers at heatherholloman.com.